the environment is very good, so it's easy to be calm, relax. Mm. When we go back, there can be times when defilements are very strong. Sometimes the attitude is very bad. What would Sayadaw's suggestion be if cases like that comes about? How does one ground himself or herself so that can go back to be mindful? When you find yourself in a state of a, a lot of defilements and bad attitude and you want to try to start grounding yourself, then it's too late. He says, Seattle says, you have to have a constant practice where you are daily making the effort to be mindful as much as possible. Then if you have that sort of training for your mind, it's much easier for your mind to deal with at that time. Yeah, so before you come across the experiences that are challenging, you want to train your mind to be ready for challenges. Yeah, so we need to understand that a Satipatthana, that you know, this practice is something that we need to practice for all the time. Yes. The moment we are idle, the moment we are free, keep your mind collected. How do you keep it collected? Be mindful of something continuously. Build up continuity of awareness whenever you have, you know, in the toilet, in the bus, when you're walking. Anytime that you have moments that you are all by yourself or you have free, keep your mind collected. Train the mind. Thank you. Recently, I have learned a lot of uh, knowledge from the retreat from Saida and for my own reflection and other people and reading and so on. And I'm aware that um, some of the knowledge that I now know uh, have not been so popular or some of it has not been fully understood by other people, like majority, um, and maybe some even not accepted, not, not, not like fully accepted um, in, uh, in the mindset of my, of my uh, family and my community and society and so on. So I have been uh, struggling in case that in the society have set certain norms and uh, behavior that you're supposed to follow, and in case that there's a difference between my view and uh, my um, family or my community views on certain things, and um, I have to be struggling between um, how to stay true to my belief, my faith that have been developed, uh, or to follow the norms so, so that I can be accepted and, and be integrated to the, my society and my community, for example. So in these cases, um, what, uh, what other advice from uh, teacher? ตัวเปียวเลยตูเอ่อดิโลอติญญาเนี่ยตูอติติยะเลยดังนั้นตะชั่วดิโลอติเนี่ยเอ่อป๊อปูลาร์มาผิดลูไดมาติอูตะชั
Yeah, why would we need to follow what somebody else wants us to do in order for them to accept us? Yaro says, you find your own way. Only you need to accept it. If they don't accept it, you don't have to tell them. You don't have to tell them what you believe. You just need to do it yourself. When it comes to the Dhamma, you only tell other people about the Dhamma if they ask you. If they don't ask you, you don't go and tell them. If they tell you something that they believe, you just listen. No need to argue. If you like, you accept. If you don't like, you don't have to accept. You don't have to tell you don't have to tell them. Yeah? If you don't like it, you don't argue with them. You just keep quiet. Because if, when you start arguing with them, there's dosa, right? That's your version coming in. If you want other people to understand what you see, you have to be a good example. Yeah? Don't talk to them about it. Show them by being what you believe in. People are always judging each other. Oh, yeah. When Seattle went to China, there's uh, a lady who came to the retreat and uh, her husband had been to the retreat twice. <laughs> asked the, when, when the man said, oh, I brought my wife, he asked the lady, has he changed? And the lady said, yes. I asked him, asked the lady, why did you come to the center? Why did you come to did, did your husband force you to come? And she said, no. She was intrigued because he changed. And uh, he, she said, after he had come two times for a retreat, they used to fight a lot, and then it'll take days for them to like get over it. And she said after they, he came for the retreat twice, they would have an argument, but soon after he would be cheerful again. And she got curious after you know several months. She asked him, why can you like let go so easily? You know how come you go back to being normal so quickly? Then he told her what he he learned from practicing with Seattle, and then she became curious and came for the retreat. Yeah, says, so the man was able to smile again. She was still not able to smile yet. So, <laughs> so that's why she wanted to know how. <laughs> yeah, so she felt like she was, you know, losing, right? She wanted to also get there. I'm oceans away from being a master in meditation, that's for sure. Still, or nevertheless, I'm very happy that I'm here, that I was here, that I'm still here. Uh, the main thing is probably that I do judge much less. So I, I uh, encountered that I developed kind of a feeling of tenderness for everyone here, 
and also when we could encounter this lovely Thai concert, which usually would make me angry, I was actually surprised about myself that I found it's totally okay. It's, yeah, they do this concert and okay. So that, that alone uh, is much worth it being here. Uh, and now, obviously, I'm very curious how I'm going to bring all this to my daily life. This is uh, my big mm. question mark now. I'm very excited to see how it's going to affect my my world outside. to meditation master people to ตูบาดยะตัวแลสรอตูจัดลุตะเนวาเรเรจัดลุนะบรอดีเยปไปมาตูลูไดปอมมามิตาเสกตูแทนเดนเนสลุเปียวเรเสกนุนุญาญาเ
um, normal after that laughter. I think that I've been very, very stressed, and that's not my normal self. I'm a pretty easygoing person, and I, I, I thought maybe I'm just getting overstressed and too wound up, and I should really be myself and relaxed. And, and for that, I really thank the Seado for teaching me that in order to meditate properly, I really need to relax, and i.e. relax my mind, not so much my body. Thank you. ลีบมาเนี่ยเปลี่ยนเปลี่ยนเปลี่ยนที่มะเนี่ยเสียดอที่โหไซเวดดิ้งปาร์ตี้ผิดต่อที่ดีบีดอแต่ก็เราเทิ
which is why Seattle says his way of teaching is to be very relaxed, to to give the yogis a lot of freedom so that they feel relaxed and it doesn't push the defilement so much, which well, anyway come up. So this gentleman's uh, episode of laughter that he had in his room finally hel- helped his mind to relax. So yesterday I was talking about um, that fear of suffocation um, and with it um, the shortage of breath uh, that came with it. And uh, so I was trying to observe that um, and what happened is that an entire family came up. So came for visits, uh, like all kinds of fears, uh, uh, which I seemed to ignore before. And I was actually, I was quite surprised uh, that uh, the family was not even small. Um, And what came with it, with the family, was even more that feeling, that shortage of breath, actually quite disturbing. So it's been almost constantly a constant uh, shortage of breath uh, coming with that. Um, And I think what I found out is that all these fears are also excellent nutrition. Nutrition, food for defilements. I don't know, is that right? So um, now then. I was wondering, okay, in order to um, get along with defilements or like, uh, well, forget about defilements or reduce defilements, uh, I should base, I should go to the basis and try to get, uh, well, to take the food away, the fears. But the time was rather short between yesterday and today, so I couldn't find, uh, or like, I guess I'm not that a master of meditation (laughs) to find uh, or to come across a solution right away. Uh, But I was wondering if there's some kind of um, advice Seattle could give how would that be the right approach to see if I can conquer those fears that way, um, taking the food for defilements out of the system? I think you're getting your words mixed up. Um, You think that the food for the defilements is the fear. That's what you say. And so you say, can you take away the fear by taking away the food for the defilement so you, you kind of got it can I take the food for the defilements away which would mean can I conquer the fear oh, can you conquer the fear okay no mo tu ahara lo pyo jena tu apyo ra tu tu ata shu chapite wa ma chao te li a ro shin pya shu so tu shu re re shu ro tu ba phi la so ตูเลลูชุทาเรจอกเสกเตมยายตูทั่วหลาวอ่ะเออเอามยายทั่วหลาวตูอะแต่ชุเรปอปอจัดล่ะอ่ามันไหนเนาะอ่ะตูอะม
ดีอจ่อเสกกะกิเลสตาเรอสาจุยจุยเนี่ยอ่ะกิเลสตาเนี่ยอาหารผิดเนี่ยแล้วเออดําเนินหนาวพวกหนาวไฟตัวบาเป
So that was his strategy, right? Build up awareness and then try to face it. When he couldn't take it, go and build it up again. Yeah, he said it's it's like war, war, right? When you can't face the, I mean, if you can't attack the enemy head on, you 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 know you do sneaky tactics. You go in from the back. You you go around. around. You don't you you cut off their food supply so that they can't you know they get weak. All sorts of things. Yeah. And when he faced the depression again and again, you know, when he felt like his awareness could take it, he would face it again and again. It also showed him that the depression wasn't something very frightening. He could face it. It was, it was not going away, but he was able to be aware of it. You know, that, that's what it taught him when he kept doing it. Good evening. For the past couple of days, I was I was sleepy for one, which is not a good precondition, I think, for meditation. I was not having enough sleep for various reasons. Um, the party yesterday being the last one. <laughs> um, but I was also having a lot of self-doubt, and um, which is something I know from from myself. So I was comparing myself, um, and I had so just as a status update, I, I, today I had. I think some insight in terms of that I was asking myself why is there this self-doubt and I, I, I somehow arrived at the the idea that I um, I have this idea of myself as it should be it should be natural for me to be mindful for various reasons it should be easy but it wasn't so I think that is an important thing to investigate for me. But I wanted to ask a more uh, technical question in terms of, yeah, the knowing and the focusing, because I still, yeah, don't quite understand. And it seems to me some sometimes that the attention goes out, like to my hand or to the to the sounds I hear, um, and then sometimes it's it's it somehow seems almost as it as if it keeps stable and so the question is is that the difference is like Sayada says um, that the the mind the, the the objects come come to the mind and I, I somehow have the idea that it takes less energy that way but it <laughs> hmm yeah, I'm not really sure if that is if 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 that is just some mix-up I have in my mind, or uh, yeah, maybe to give some clarification on. Tu wa dine engai nere tu dadi kang ang talum yao basrot chang miu miu chang tu ayep yan nere nabro nasuwa mania ay tu chen dani nere tu doda pian nere tu ma ay dan nere. Tama dine tu tu ko tu chin nere tu wa. ตุกโกตุปอมาตันยาชีเลยตุเซลฟ์ดาวน์เนี่ยเลยเซลฟ์ดาวน์เออเซลฟ์ดาวน์เนี่ยเราตุเอ่อทีนี้ซินไซเน
ไอ้เนาะเออเออตูดีฮาวตูติ่มมะควยอูผิดเนี่ยตูตูมาผิดติ่มเนี่ยสรอชื่อเนาะอ๋ออ๋อคนละเปียวตูไอ้ผิดติ
because he forgot how long it took him to get to that momentum. He had been practicing weeks, maybe days, maybe. He forgot that he had been practicing very simply for quite a long while before he got into the momentum. And, you know, the, the mind state is different. One mind had momentum. This mind has run out of momentum. But he doesn't understand this nature. So all he's thinking about is the result that he wants. He wants the, moment, the, the state that he gets in that momentum. And he's thinking that if he did it right, he would get it right away. But that's impossible. It has its nature. Right? So when we're not skillful... So when we're not skillful and we don't understand the nature of practice, we struggle like that. Well, Even when we've heard Seattle say it, we will still do this. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's like driving a car, right? If the car is stopped, if the car is stopped, you have to start driving by going to first gear. Right? You gain some speed, then you change into second gear, and then third gear, and then fourth gear, and then it feels pretty easy, right? But now that Yogi was like, he, he found fourth gear, and he likes fourth gear, the car has come to a stop, and he wants to go on fourth gear again. You know, he forgot that he has to start in first gear again. But there's no more momentum, right? Yeah. I look it. Yeah. After a few days of uh, lunch, I observed myself that mind and body is satisfied after the meal. And then there is a force, uh, like glue, that I want to st- stick around in, in the place. Um, with the fence on, it's so, so nice, so pleasant. So only today, it dawned on me, like, I noticed that Sarado, right after meal, you leave the tab- dining table and leave the hall. Is there a specific meaning? Uh, so that you, so that because I noticed that that is the is the craving is the is the greed that I enjoy the satisfactions after the meal. I want to stay there continuously and in the same place. So wow. yeah, so I wonder he immediately leave. Is it because of do not want to have the conditions for the the greed to arise? He probably doesn't want to stay there. <laughs> he probably doesn't enjoy sitting up there while everybody's sitting. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to go back to the room. Oh, God. I'm going to go back to the room. Sierra doesn't know any magic, you know. He doesn't know that it's going to be greed coming. Not like that. He just wants to go back to his room, yeah. yeah. He doesn't enjoy sitting there where everybody can watch him. Time brought to Chalu. Well, I'm one of them watching him. (laughs) He just wants to go back to his room. That's why he goes back. He said he's finished eating. What's the point of sitting there for him? Yeah. When the degree of defilements is very strong, so I, today in the afternoon, 
I distract myself by seeing garden because it makes me more happy. But I still keep awareness. It's, it's like running away from it. But because when I see the garden and see the green thing, it makes me feel happy. And then when I go back to, to, to the defilement, it's better. Which defilement? Uh, the fear, oh. and anxiety, okay. something like that. Yeah. yeah, and it's better, but it's, it seems like this trick is like running away and go. Tua kana ko, dumo mo. Tua anxiety miya ta ta li chau ta miya ta ta. Tua ba loveless or dinet tu nene tu lobao chui like that. Tu shugen chiji na tu di ma panya chi de nene tu panya tu chi de nene. Chale tu chi ro tu se chanda de nene. Se chanda ro tu se chanda tu apa ro tu ekili tau pia shuara tu. Sometimes this is a skillful means, you know. It's a way to help the mind to deal with the defilements again later. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, and the good thing is that you were watching the garden and all, but you were still being aware. Right? So, that's good. But if we skillful, it means that we can, we can stabilize watching the, the refinement, whether it's strong or not, right? If, if we, we are skillful. Skillful, yeah. If you're skillful, then you can watch the defilement anytime because you're not identified. Yeah, because the defilements are an object, the garden is also an object. It's just pleasant or unpleasant. Something you know is just something you know. It's just an object, something to observe. Yeah. Remember that the object is always helping you to cultivate awareness and then samadhi and wisdom. And it doesn't matter whether the object that you choose to observe is pleasant or unpleasant. If you are aware with the right view and the right attitude, then when you're continuously aware, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant, you will, the awareness will get, get better, the samadhi will get better, and the wisdom will get better. Siyano hmm? said yesterday that uh, when greed and aversion arise, the delusion uh, will always be there. And so mm-hmm. I, I, my question is, um, what is the manifestation of delusion? อืมเนี่ยเปียวเลยลบอดอดาชีได้มอหาเลยปานี่เลยสรมอหาบลูเปียเลยเนี่ยไม่ใช่เลยเนี่ยมอหาเลยตัวอะไรตัวอะไรต
Delusion is part of judgment. Especially when we make assumptions. You know, we we think something must be like this, or somebody says something, we think they said it because of... That's all our assumptions, right? And that's delusion at work. I would just like to say thank you again for introduction to the practice and the ease and clarity that it brings and I have only opened the the one book, the bigger book um, two or three times but uh, that's also very helpful when there's a bit of stagnation or um, and it clarifies things quite easily. Um, just the thought crossed the mind today. Are those books available? Online. As in, oh, online. Okay, okay. So just a thank you very much. You can download them as an ebook. Okay, okay. Thank you. ตัวอื่นๆที่ซาอุดมิเรียนี่อาโทไลท์ไพไลท์อาโทไลท์ไพไลท์มาตัวกูบุกกูบุกตัวบ่าวๆเนี่ยดีดีสบุกส์อาร
tu ma pyong in le tu ro ti ma ba tu zaga ma pyo lo so ra ti ma ba da ba tu wa sit tha ma tho sin sa ni bi tu pya ma pyong no tait ma ka un le ba ba nya nya a lo mi sin sa a ro tu ba twi le so ra tu sit tha ma di sakha ma ho di lo u ba de de lo tha ro ตุซิซ่าเสียมะโลตุซ้งเปียเฉช่าบ่มะโลตุโลตินลามะโลตินลาซิซ่าบ่มะโลตุรั่วโลตินน่ะเลยคงเปียวพี่เบ้เราก็
it's more fun to practice outside because it's more challenging so it's more interesting <laughs> looking forward to tinel <laughs> yeah sorry you know say gama say gama say gama show na khalaw nai da da la you have we have to see it this way so maybe before we started practicing 10 times out of 10 we are hit out of the ring right in a match and then we practice and then we go out in the world and we continue trying to practice and 10 times we maybe win only eight uh, lose only eight times now we win twice that's good he says and maybe we keep practicing and we start to win maybe four times he says yeah that's good we will still lose but we count the wins count the wins being too idealistic yeah chachi akolong kawa me lu masin za ta ne yeah Yeah, not easy. Now look, the gate took down my door. Took down my ticket. Study at what? Yeah. So the Ali took down, we are Ali to one, yeah, Ali to one. Took down my door, Ali to one. Yeah, Sarah says when we, when we have to struggle in our lives to be mindful, he says when we are determined to be mindful and we think through every difficulty, and find our own way to be mindful and we don't give up he says that mindfulness is stronger because the wisdom that understands how to be mindful in that situation is much stronger than the wisdom that does it in this sort of environment Sharo says you know there's an English saying if it doesn't kill me it will make me stronger yeah Is it really possible to revisit our thoughts to go back and go through them again? That's one question. And what about the notion of wisdom? Can wisdom really tell me that it doesn't know something? Yes, because it's this mind and this body. Of course you can revisit it. It's the same objects. And now to Kuabalesro, Yes, and wisdom can definitely say when it doesn't know something, it doesn't know. That's the honest truth. Wisdom is very honest. If it doesn't know, it just says it doesn't know. Sarah says, you just watch the mind. Where does the mind begin? That's where you begin. So long as the mind hasn't forgotten the issue, it can revisit it. I want to thank you again, Seattle and Mike and everybody. I really, I'm happy I came. I would stay much longer. I'm not looking forward. I, I feel I, I learned in uh, some, and I know the process is going to be long, long, long. It's a life process, I suppose. 
with no, but I learned I don't need to have too many expectations and not judging either my own practice, be patient and just practice, practice every day. And I will, I want to bring it at home or wherever I am, bring it with me. And I treasure this. And I think the most important that I learned in talking with last time with the teacher was when I had this, uh, you know, anxiety and feelings. And I understood it's not my feelings, it's not my thoughts, it's just thoughts. The mind is not my mind. So to be able to detach, not to identify with everything, and use this. What I did that, that day, go when just go back to to my breathing or go back to the sounds when when I can't cope with yes. something feelings you know my feelings. <laughs> so I'm really thankful. And th the question would be, uh, when is a good time to go to the to the center? In Myanmar, in Yangon, that was my intention. ตัวเจซูเตเนเรตูอืมอะชินเปียวไมเคิลโคลอนดิสะคัมเปียตูเลไอ้มะเปียนเจอุ้มเปียนเนเรดาเมตูอะยันเจซูเตนาตูดิม
You'll have company in Xiaomin too. There are lots of foreigners. Yes. Chile, you don't see there. Yeah, there are Chileans, Mauritius, uh, no, what? Uh, Macedonians, yeah, yeah, also. I know that. Romania, I see This morning, uh, I was reading the little book, and I read about the um, uh, Highland defilements. And I feel so identified with them mm-hmm. because uh, some experience I had with this. I know that it's a thing that I have to work on it, but I want to know how to work on it because I think that it's a problem with this. To the second lara to enjoy Peter. To Patamasa computer di my holiday lela loot at the second level, since I be Lara, damn to South Hamadine Pater, um, hidden defilement nishire, bone de hare, too much shire, to dehare below yen siam and below the roche. Say good, I mean, meaning, hitting at what he lumia, but hair with me shulumia, but I don't have time for Paul. They tell Paul, I'm not shulia. So the hidden defilement, Seattle says, we can't work with them directly yet because they're still hidden. So the way to access them, the way to, to see them, is to, when we watch the mind often, when we finally, you know, meet a trigger, something that makes that hidden defilement appear, and if we have been watching the mind, that's when we'll see it. It's a long time. It's a long time But anyway, this practice is for a lifetime. It's not for like a short trip. Yeah, this is too too forever. Okay. I come from Barcelona and in Barcelona everything is really fast. Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. So everything is really fast, and I enjoy to be in uh, speed, no? And I I can find the peace in in the middle of the speed. So here for me, it's yeah, it's completely the opposite. So was uh, something to to work with this, and I'm I'm enjoying. Everything, even when I don't like, uh, I like the work that it's happening. Yesterday, when the concert started, <laughs> I two ten minutes before I was thinking to leave the place for go to my room. Then the concert starts, so I say, "Ah, oh, this is a signal," yeah, because doesn't doesn't mean that if. It's one kind of practice, but I can live if I want to live. No, so I live. But when I hear that the music was so so loud, I come back because I want to enjoy looking everybody meditating with the music, and I was really laughing inside, like like a joke. No, and because that because uh, for me. When everything is so slow, for me it's strange. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, it's not the auto control. It's not a kind of 
what do you what do you say? Really? Break. Yeah, like break. 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 It's it's a break for to be relaxed. When I try to be to to work slowly, I can breathe normal. So and I'm I'm looking every time that when someone is eating or something and everything is like everybody is like an angel no and i'm 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 all the time trying like do something no and i don't know why but my mind all the time is make me fun when something don't like uh then my mind do one joke or or something bad to somebody just for fun no but and so i was thinking about that that uh, one one question is is bad to to need to enjoy because it's my profession i'm a clown so and and second is is auto control good ตัวเปียวตัวสเปนกะลาราสรอตัวมิวจีมาลิบาร์เซโลนาซะเอ้มาอกုံลุ่มเมียนนี่เลยแต่ไม่ตัวไอ้อเมียนจ๋าเราม
right? If we keep seeking enjoyment, that will have its its results, right? But joy that come enjoyment that comes naturally, you know, we see something, it gives us enjoyment. We yeah. So the habit of the mind, these things will come, and we just observe them when they arise. Yeah. ตูอาทุจินเนเรบาตูตุเตตะคุลงวาโลลาบาลมติตูเปียเรดีดีมาอเชมพะเตเปราตูตูโลวาระกาวเนบอลิมะซูซูวาวาตะคุชุวาเม
ดีตัวเงาเวทงว่าสกาสกาเปียวโลยาเลยดาสรอดีมาเนเนกโอ้ยเนเนโลเนเนดาดาเวทิมาเลยสุดยาโปงเนเนเนปูโลละเลยมา
quite interesting. So I think for me it was really um, a valuable learning, just how quickly I can let that go rather than needing to clutch onto it or needing it to be something. But what was also interesting, and I don't know how quite to interpret it, was that after that settled, my, my samadhi felt particularly strong. And I've, ha- I've heard some mention of the wisdom eye before, but I've never quite understood it. But I had this feeling that my wisdom eye opened because suddenly I was looking around and everything I saw seemed, it felt like I could see its origin, its struggles, its karma. I don't know how to describe it. So it was, uh, but again, it was another experience. And so I felt like, again, it was this powerful letting go to be like, well, whatever that was, that was just an experience. So for me, in the end, I felt like there were kind of fireworks that I might have tried to like trumpet earlier on in my meditation life. Yeah. I might have thought, oh, that's really something. But I think what was really something is that I saw that it was really nothing. So. ตัดดีมะเนี่ยอะมีไอ้ผิดแท้เลยดีเนี่ยตัวสเกจูลไม่ติไม่ใช่ทาราตัวมะเนี่ยเปลี่ยนมาเตียเสร็จแล้วเต
achizo ati le so ra ji ati re ya le pa ma ma ho phu re ya bi sa lo ga lu ba you got it just carry on like that when you do the right when you practice right the effect is very strong so on wednesday i was sharing about you know how like there's certain thoughts that come about which were very strong i found very overwhelming so what i did was i anchor myself right um so what i actually found was that so i gradually did that so the same storyline kept coming up and yesterday when i was doing sitting in the afternoon suddenly it's like i could i don't know what you want to call it whether you want to call it, i had an insight so i could actually see the cause of why the storyline kept coming up so it was basically something the person had said repeatedly over different periods of time and for whatever reason the mind just hooked on it and kept playing up the storyline again and again and again and after i could see that had that clarity and the storyline completely just diminished yeah correct you know so there's there's still very subtle things there but it's like the entire strength of that storyline even if i try to pull it up it's just gone so that was actually i can actually see the difference in the sense that sometimes you you questions like okay if it's so overwhelming or you know the thought is like like so what's basically what someone said are you actually suppressing the thought when you ground yourself but what i actually realized was that it the strategy basically works so it's basically the grounding is just a strategy it's not a suppression mm. it's just that when the time is right suddenly you get that clarity and mm. you know you can actually see what was it actually and it's like it's I, you know if i were to sit down and think about it i wouldn't have been able to to know what it was you know but it just came and then it's just like it just gave you so much like so much relief you know you suddenly feel very calm to hotni alone really a to it to to yam phian ni da to oh oh back and forth alone to pian pian real ground alone ni da to sell alone ni da ai a chang ya ye a chang yin to na le lai de to nyan phit twa de nyan phit twa chit chit to a kon wa de to nen nen daw phit de da me ho a long wa ma shi de de to pian swae kho jin na wa ai yin ya ma tet nai no de a de tiao yo ka me de de to me de la ma ti u di lo back and forth alone da ground alone da พี่ชูน่ะมั่วโหอ้าวอยู่นี่ล่ะเออมั่วไอ้หลัวมีเนี่ยไอ้ล่ะโหผิดแต่คันซ้ําโหผิดเออสเปรสโหลดตาลาส
Feelings, feelings are like when you take the air out of a tire, you know, like you you pull the plug on the tire and it goes, or you you puncture it, it goes, slowly it leaks out and then the tire goes flat. That's what feelings are like. They subside more slowly. If the awareness, the mindfulness and the samadhi is very strong, if you have good like concentration powers, you know, then um, you can watch a feeling directly. And if you're not thinking about it, you're watching directly, the feeling can go away very quickly also. Yeah, but that depends also on how much wisdom the mind has. What really wins the defilements, um, the unwholesome, totally, is wisdom. Because the moment wisdom understands, the defilement is gone like that. It's like instant. Yeah, then the feeling goes instantly. Yeah. He says if we just use, um, you know, focusing energy or or being aware continuously, pointedly at at just the feeling, you know, so you're kind of using concentration, you know, um, and if you just watch the feeling continuously as one object, he said that also makes feelings um, uh, subside because you're not letting the mind think about it. Right? You're not letting the mind think. You're watching the feeling exclusively. When you do that, it subsides, but it takes more time. Wisdom is fast when it arises. The thing is, we don't know when it'll arise. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when wisdom arises, Seattle says it's it's amazing. It's really magic. There was a, a yogi, Siyarasa, uh, recently at the center, uh, had been practicing continuously, quite dedicatedly, awareness very continuous, gaining momentum and all that. And they were queuing up to, uh, they were queuing up at the, in the dining hall, and somebody bumped into him from the back, like pushed him or her. And, um, and the yogi felt anger, and then because the awareness was continuous, looked at the, noticed the anger, looked at it, and it was just gone like that. And Yogi was like, wow, and felt so much confidence in the Dhamma, in the practice, because of that. Yeah, so, I mean, for, for a lot of yogis, this sort of experience is amazing because usually when we have, when we get angry about something or uh, have an emotion, it either takes a while for it to go away or if we have unreasonable thinking or whatever, you know, it can go on for quite a long time. We don't let it go, you know, it can go on for a long time. So, yeah, when they see something just go away like that because of the momentum of the practice, it's quite amazing. I call this a magic. Yeah.
But of course, that's not the end of the practice. <laughs> that's just a taste of the practice. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the signal to us that it's so important to continue practicing because it shows us that if we hadn't been aware in that moment, what would have continued to happen, right? The yogi would have got angry, etc. Yeah. Angry. And anger could get very big. You know, we never know where it will take us. Yeah. So it's just a, like a, an indication of the value of awareness. Like everybody, I'm aware that this journey is going to end soon and we will need to apply the retreat. <laughs> the journey is just started, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we need to go outside and apply the practice um, in the outside world. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy the practice and. Um, Silence is going to end. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Silence Says if you really enjoy the practice, then go on, keep doing it at home. Yeah, I enjoy it, and also the silence. I don't have the desire to talk. I don't know if it's a good sign or not, but. <laughs> Seattle says the right understanding of noble silence is when you should speak, you should speak. And when you shouldn't speak, you should not speak. I'm a noble silence. Then it's noble because you are understanding with your wisdom whether you should or should not speak. Every just keeping our mouth shut all the time doesn't make it noble silence. When I start to talk I enjoy it, so I think it's fine. <laughs> But we have to. We have to use the practice, right? We don't. We we try to see how we are speaking. Right speech is speaking with other defilements. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And we need to practice um, in all the things that we do after this. Um, it was also it was also interesting that today is also my birthday, and uh, I thank you. <laughs> and I feel so blessed and happy that I was here, and I'm here. And uh, thank you so much, uh, teacher and everybody, for the effort. Um, one of the most important thing I learned is the is is the mind, not my mind, and uh, also um, it's not his mind or her mind. Um, so, right. So when you when you notice this, you don't have the attachment not just with your own thoughts, but also other people's thoughts and defilement. You don't have the what? The attachment and uh, identification of yourself. What do you call it? Attachment. 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 Okay. When people say something about you, you don't have the judgment, the, the judgment and identification of I'm what he, she or yeah. she, he think, and you don't take it personally, mm. and it's it's very uh, liberating thought. Um, and also, when you know how to deal with your own ang- your the anger uh, coming from your side, um, I learned that we also should uh, know how to apply that with other people's angers. Like, yeah, um, understanding and not 
aversion or attachment. So, so um, it's also a, a broader a way of practicing for for myself as well. A broader way, a broader way to see to see things. ตัวเปียวเลยเอ่อตัวเปียวเลยตูดีอาทุมมาตะคุอะเยจีซ้อนตูติละดาดีหาไส้เปนงาไส้มะหุงาไส้มะหุตอตูสึกละมะหุดี
the they actually call latent defilements, right? Latent the potential, the potential to have low dosa moha. That potential cannot be uprooted except by the path and fruition knowledges, okay? Which is enlightenment, which is enlightenment. So the root of loba dosa and moha cannot be removed except by enlightenment. Vipassana insight is not enough to remove the root of loba dosa moha, but vipassana insight can reduce the loba dosa and moha that we have. Right, so if you, we want to come to the root and want to let go of the root and how... You can't. You cannot. You, you cannot. cannot. Oh. That's what it's saying, you cannot. Okay. You cannot. And can we try to do it? <laughs> you cannot. Right? You is already the, the wrong idea. You cannot. It's conditions. So we don't even understand conditions yet to get rid of the root is far away. Okay? Yeah, so we can only deal with what we know, which is the defilements that we see now. All the vipassana insights are based on what we can experience, on what we can experience, and they will reduce the defilements. And when you have enough momentum, and God knows when any of us will have enough momentum, supposedly it will bring us to enlightenment. But let's not go to that theory. Let's not even. We don't even know what that is. Yeah. That will come when it comes, things like that. Yeah, condition completely. <laughs> when the right conditions all come together, that will happen. Yeah. You just mentioned the um, compassion in terms of um, judgment, or in the because I find it as well so useful in my practice in terms of the defilements to work with compassion with myself and with others. No compassion, compassion. Because you were just mentioning in terms of judgmental things, or now I'm saying aversion, to work with compassion with others and with myself, um, to overcome it or to, to, to just have these little thoughts about it. And um, except for the relaxation, I, I don't find hints in the book or anywhere that I know it's, it's um, in his explanations, it always comes. But is there a reason why, why it doesn't play such a big role in his teachings? ดีจองเปียวเลยเลยโหซาวเทมะโหตะตะลูเรียวซินไซตะนาเรเซ่เนี่ยซินไซอเมรุบารุมะปาอุปาจ่องเลยเลยอจ้องฉีลาเลยเ
And karuna is not a sense of suffering for them. It's a willingness to help them. Okay, so it's very positive feeling. It compassion, pure karuna actually feels good for you. Okay, it shouldn't be making you feel suffering for that person, like making you suffer. The third response, when somebody else is doing better than you, you have mudita, right? They call it sympathetic joy. And the fourth response is when you can't do anything for the other person, you have upeka. Equanimity. This is, a natural, this is the natural. wisdom's appropriate response to the appropriate object. So if you, if if we're having to bring on, you know, feelings, we're having to say, oh, you know, may you be well and happy, may you be well and happy, and try to feel metta or try to feel compassion. It it just shows that our compassion is not strong because, um, or or any of these four appropriate responses, it's not strong because the wisdom is not strong enough. Because wisdom is the one which naturally brings up these na- these responses. He knows there are yogis who like have strong grudges, you know, and they they try to work with it by sending metta to the person that they're angry with, and they find that they're in a, you know, if it's something not so rooted they, they can send some metta and feel better but some people have such strong um, resentment and stuff when they try to send metta to their person they find themselves conflicted because they can't really feel any love towards the person and they're trying to do it and then it, it just makes them yeah, con, you know, conflict but for people who, you know, have done metta practice or karuna practice or mudita or peka practices, you know, and it's a practice that they they feel they're skillful in and all, and they sometimes want to do it, um, Siado allows them to do it. But he tells them to be aware that they're doing it. Two things. One thing is this growing of wisdom. I don't know, in the West, um, we are not so used to com- to use compassion naturally. I don't know if it's, it's very competitive. And I experience that, or my feeling is that the wisdom grows together as well with learning to use more compassion. The other thing is that for me, why it's important or in which moments I found it very useful is always to separate the person from the action. And um, this makes everything so much easier in terms of judgment. Western culture. Competitive Compassion compassion ability to separate the person from the action is wisdom I didn't come across the word soul in any of your readings or teaching. The soul doesn't exist in the Buddhist teachings. For the Buddhist, there is no soul. There's a continuous stream of consciousness that is driven by the law of cause and effect.
Um, as a follow-up question to the one about com compassion, I found myself today, I was having anger and I was um, asking myself questions like what, maybe, what is, how can I know that this person has good intentions? So is that a way to work and to work towards compassion? Trying to create understanding for the other person or trying to create understanding for the circumstances? Is this the way? What, what, how can I know that intentions are good? All right. ดิลูบ่ฮอลูเซกโกโกติเนมะมะเทมะเทมะอสาตุโหโกก้าวเนบะกะซินซาโบโกเนเนเมโกนตုံးเนบ่เอ้อโลซวยอ่าอ่าป
ဆုံးကိုမိတ်ဝါရတယ်သူအိပ်ပြောင်ဝါရတယ်အဲ့တော့ထမင်းစားပြီးတော့လဲသူအိပ်ပြတိုင်လောက်အိပ်ပြောင
is talking about insight. Okay? And when we have an experiential insight and know something fundamentally to be true, um, then we don't have a view or a belief about it anymore. We just know it to be fundamentally true because you've seen it so clearly that it cannot be disputed for you, you know, <laughs> that insight, yeah. You know, I think, I think what I'm coming up against as you say that is kind of my intellectual training in the West, which is that there is no truth, there are no truth propositions. It's all perspective, it's all language. So for me, it's difficult to rest sometimes in the idea of an authentic truth because I've experienced it. You know, because it's it's just my perspective, which is conditioned by whatever. Whatever. Western intellectual so it doesn't matter. What's important is for you to have insight. What, Bale? No matter what you name you give to it, you cannot call it the truth or not the truth or a relative truth, but if you have an insight, that's fine. <laughs> what is important is that no matter what you call it, that an insight needs to arise. You know, the, that's the nature that's important. Well, maybe put it another way, which is that when I do have insights arise, we were saying before, it's like the swing, but, but it's, like, it's like I'm already, it's like an inborn mechanism to, to question. It's not even the hindrance of doubt, just as a, it's like, it's part of my training to question. So, Inherently, I'm 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 questioning and, and analyzing, but that undermines the ability to just move forward in an experiential way. I feel like. Do you know what I'm saying? So I don't know how it gets in the way of moving forward in an experiential way, because you just continue to experience, right? How does it get in the way of moving forward? How does it get in the way of being aware? Because I have all kinds of experiences in my body and in my consciousness that I can't name and that I don't act on. But the things that I do act on in my life, I can name. So there has to be some way in which I can use language to describe my experience. So if I'm having an insight and I use language, this is getting very philosophical. So if I'm using language to, to describe my experience, then what I'm saying is that I know that that language is always partial. It's always partial to me. It's yeah, just... Yeah, somebody else will understand. Yeah, so it's, it's my discrete experience. Whereas we're talking about the mind. Yeah. We're talking about these sort of principles that are not... They're no body, they're no ones. Okay. So I'm using a language that's very particular. Mm-hmm. But an experience that's supposed to be universal, there seems to be some contradiction there. Sorry, so, yeah, I don't know if that, that makes sense. No, I'm not able to put it's a the bit, yeah. idea together in my mind to put <laughs> it out there. I, I got you right till you said the end bit, where you like, an experience is universal, and I was like, I suddenly lost the rest of what you said. It was like, uh, that doesn't 
tally with what you were saying just now? Well, no, just that the, there's just a, instead of saying my mind, mm -hmm. there's the mind, okay. right? But how can I, so then I can't have an insight that's my insight, it's just an insight that arises from the mind. It's, an, it's a, in a way also, the, the mind has an insight, it's not I have an insight. Okay, yeah, so. But that is... I think Seattle <laughs> always is, sim is. simplifies things. <laughs> that, is, that is. Rather than trying to understand. Do <laughs> you you can say your mind has an insight. You don't have to say it's the mind until you really understand that it's the mind. Everybody's talking about their minds, you know. So until you really understand it to be. Seattle says when anybody starts to really see that the mind is just the mind, they start calling it the mind. They stop feeling like they're that mind. Sometimes they still feel that other minds are my mind, and they feel that some minds are not my mind. You know, all this funny jumbled up stuff happens. Yeah, you see, everybody when they, t they talk here, everybody know, says, I know, I see, This I happens know, I see, to me, etc. But he, he never corrected them because there's no need, you know. We live with what we have. No, I think I understand. I mean, I think I ex experience that it's a body, it's a mind, it's not mine, it's, it's not. I guess to really simplify things, it's something that I've come up against repeatedly in my life, which is a feeling of lack of trust. Yeah. And maybe that's connected to sadha, but it's, it's just trusting my own experience, trusting my own ability to... And you don't trust it. I don't trust it. That's the issue. <laughs> Seattle says, you know, it is also the nature of wisdom to never just believe, because wisdom is always checking to see if it's really true. Wisdom's nature is not to believe. Because belief is the is the work of Be like sure. you know, very you know sure. wisdom's no wisdom's uh, nature is clarity, discernment, really knowing. Mm. Um, so wisdom doesn't just believe. So that's okay. okay I've got a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need more sata. The dan and elu yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they do talk about this in the scriptures. There can be too much. intellectual Yeah. They do say that wisdom is balanced by by sadha, right? And there can be too much intellectual wisdom. You know where it's not learned or learned or uh, felt wisdom and um, but when the felt and learned wisdom uh, grows Seattle says it it settles the intellectual mind yeah 
Pior, pior. Não é tão, é dia a dia mesmo. Oh, there is this very, very interesting uh, Chinese uh, Mahayana. It's, it's a Zen. Zen I don't know. It's not Zen, zen la. Zen, zen. Chan la. Zen, 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 zen. Shui ju ju shui a. Zen ho bao. It's, it's a Mahayana, this thing from the Chinese side. Um, so the saying goes like this. It says, it begins by saying, when, when, when there's not so much understanding, right? So a mountain, normal mind. A mountain is a mountain and water is water. And then when you understand more, say 50%, you begin to understand nature. Then you're like, Mountain is not mountain, and water is not water. And then you understand 100%, and then you're like, mountain is just mountain, water is just water. But although the words are the same from zero to 100, the view is directly opposite. Yeah, so. Mountain is mountain, water is water. Okay, now go back. <laughs> Good night. Okay. See you next time. <laughs>